It's Mark Wilson, Paul Mushaven, Flakes checking in. 30 some odd years of clocking in at this place. 7th of October, 55 degrees downtown. If you want to go see Bear Tooth Pass, you better be headed that way now. Going to close her down this morning at 8. Got some weather Got some weather coming up there, almost 11,000 feet, so they'll see it first. But first, I want to talk about the neighborhood where we work, the building that we work in. You want to stay here at the Doubletree? $153 a night. You don't have to worry about security. We got some little 100-pound gal that keeps, uh, keeps track of who goes in and out of the door. Parking's an issue. The hotel must be relatively full. Paul and I can generally tell by how far we have to walk down Montana each, each morning. But we do. We go find a parking place where our vehicles will fit. We're legal. We're not in the yellow. We're not by the fire hydrant. So Paul and I noticed the gentleman this morning who pulled in. He got the last spot on the other side of the street. However, his boat is in the handicap zone. That's, that's a, a t- ticket. That's a ticket. <laughs> I, remember, I remember when my equalizer hitch ball yeah. was in that, and I got a ticket. Right. Because it crossed the line. And you can go down there and you can argue all you want. I paid it. Yeah, because that's what you have to do. Yeah, you know, I paid it. The, 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 old, uh, the old saying, you can't fight City Hall. Mm-hmm. Well, the lady at the desk doesn't care that you don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I could have got a little closer, and I probably would have been out, but I left the guy in front just enough room to get out. Mm-hmm. So that was a ticket. Right. A boat in there, that's <laughs> a, a ticket. Not, a full boat. Yeah. Not, not just like, you that's know, the propeller, oh, the yeah. full boat. Now, the lady down by Dickie's, I'm assuming, well, I don't know it's a lady. It's a little blue car. And there wasn't enough space to get your entire car parked there before part of the car stuck out in the yellow. But they put it in park and left it there anyway. Also a ticket. (laughs) Folks, if you're just visiting from outside of Billings, God knows we have spent time building parking structures all over downtown trying to accommodate you. But in your defense, the parking structure across the street from us, I'm not going in that thing at night either. (laughs) Oh... 153 to stay in this hotel. Uh, the most expensive one I see, it's uh, 219 at the Northern, which, you know, after being in Bozeman a couple times and seeing what they're getting up there, it's uh, a lot more equitable. Paul, you just need a place to sleep for the night. The Vegas, only $78 a night. There you go. Howard Johnson, 94. The Dude Rancher, 89. What about the one on Montana Avenue down there that's angled off of Montana Avenue that has that little car wash next to it? I don't know. Is That's a motel anymore. Those people look like they live there all the time. I bet I'd get a good rate on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anywhere between one and 200 bucks, most, most uh, places in Billings. They got a picture. I just happened to check the uh, Billings Neighborhood Watch. And a guy who has a barber shop down here by the skate park had shots fired into his shop yesterday. And they got a picture of what looks to be, they think, is a silver Toyota Camry at the House of Fidesz Barbershop, which is like a block from us here. City of Billings has put up new signs and markers to make it safer for bicyclists on the streets and also for pedestrians. New route called the Neighborhood Bikeway. They were looking for streets that didn't get a lot of traffic and people weren't driving fast. So they put up these signs. 
going to stretch from North Park all the way over to Rose Park and a little bit to north to Lyman Avenue. One thing we have to remember is that not everybody can drive, not everybody has access to a car, whether they're too young, they're seniors, have a disability, can't drive for some reason. So we really need to be creating transportation routes for everyone in our community. We used to call those sidewalks <laughs> when I was growing up. You could ride your bike on them, you could walk on them. Another lawsuit firm in Sydney challenging the new law prohibiting private businesses from requiring that employees be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. In fact, I saw a little deal on ESPN. One of the uh, one of the professional hockey players got a fake vaccination card, and he's in a little bit of trouble for it. <laughs> well, you're going to see that, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would rather take that route, take the chance with that. I don't know what the penalty is for it, rather than get the vaccine. Well, the guy who filed it, uh, this attorney... From the Netzer Law Firm, they sued, said a, said a law that was passed by the legislature and signed by the governor mm-hmm. is interfering with their business. Uh, <laughs> Your Honor. If only we had an expert in this field. Your Honor. Uh if, if that's the case, how many other laws have the state of Montana passed that have passed the legislature mm-hmm. that have been signed for the governor mm-hmm. regulates how businesses conduct themselves? How many, uh, Your Honor? Well, there's probably at least 200 to 250 of those laws. Uh are those standing laws? Are those laws that passed the proper procedure, went through the channels, and were passed? Yes, they were. Are they carried out every day? Yes, they are. Then why is this one different? Well, it affects us. It's not. <laughs> it's not. The law was put together. Mm-hmm. It was passed by the legislature, and it was signed into law by the governor. So it's a law. Right. I don't care if you don't like it. There's a lot of laws I don't like that were passed and signed that are put in place on businesses. For instance, business taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many occupancy rates, parking spaces, all kinds of laws on businesses that were passed, that were signed, mm-hmm. that are law. Right. Just because you don't li- like it, you can't change it. I don't even know how this even has standing in court. Number two, Mr. I, I'm not an attorney. You're so much smarter than everybody. But uh, Mr. Netzer, it says here that uh, it interferes with a business's choice in determining how to best provide a safe and a healthy environment for our employees. Uh, <clears throat> Mr. Netzer, I have a question for you uh, when it comes to uh, your business and your employees. Um. Do you drug test them every morning when they come to work? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> do you, do, I'm, I'm guessing no. Do you drug test them every morning when they come to work? Because if you don't, Mr. Netzer, 
you don't know if you're providing a safe environment for your employees. You're right. If they are currently under the influence of any narcotic, uh, of, of THC, of an opioid, of anything, you're not providing a safe environment for your employees, uh, Mr. Netzer. So until you can demonstrate that you yourself have also put into practices where you are guaranteeing the safety of all of your employees, then don't make the state change the law for you. You got everybody in your office masked up. You got plexiglass between you and the client. Are you doing everything you can? Any other questions? Uh, Mr. Netzler, uh, too. Also, uh, a vaccine, Mr. Netzler, according to science and the developers and everyone involved, will not prevent your employees from getting COVID. You realize that. It won't prevent you from getting COVID, and it won't prevent you from spreading uh, COVID. Seems to me, Mr. Netzler, that uh, what we need is something that prevents you from spreading your propaganda. <laughs> That's all I have, Your Honor. <laughs> uh, your Honor, I am, I'm done presenting my case. Until he can prove all of those. Uh, I mean, those would just be some of my questions. Right. So... Yeah, I don't know. Legislatures make laws. Mm -hmm. They pass them. The governor signs them, and then they're laws. I don't like that one. Uh, Well, guess what? It doesn't matter. Uh, We vote for Democrats. We don't recall all of them. I don't like them. Uh, I, I like them personally, but I don't like their ideologies. But that's just the way it goes. We had a Democrat governor. I didn't like the Democrat governor, but he was legally elected governor. Right. He was our governor. You can't go back and change the law on how we elect a governor. You can't do that unless the legislature makes the law, crafts it, passes it, and it is signed in the law. Then it's law. That's how we do things. That's how we do things. Had another shooting yesterday in Billings. Down here on the south side, somebody drove by and busted a cap on a barber shop. Uh, shot through the front window of the barber shop down there. By the way, Ryan, the hater, the dumbass hater who always writes and tells me how wrong I am on everything. There's an article in today's paper. The homicide rate in the United States, the homicide rate in the United States has jumped 30% from 1919 through 2020 into where we are right now. It's the highest increase in the history of the country. Now, I wrote an article on that, and he told me I was totally wrong. That homicides (laughs) were going down, in fact, in New York and Philly and all the other places. I don't know what he's, well, I know what he's smoking. It's right there. It's in there today. You can go look at it. You can go view it. Homicide rate. It never in the history of the country of our, has our homicide rate increased so much. This is part of the Joe Biden Build Back Better program. Uh-huh. The homicide rate has now gone up the largest uh, increase we've ever had in history. It's part of the Build Back Better Uh, Once again, I'm very disappointed at Mitch McConnell. 
and some Republicans who want to work with Democrats uh, to lift the debt ceiling on the government. Uh, That's fiscally irresponsible. Uh, These men don't represent me, and uh, it's never going to change. They're politicians. Bipartisanship. I told you what that meant years ago. It means expensive. That's all it means. And they're, the only time Democrats ever want to be bipartisan is when it comes to spending money. That's it. That's the only time they want bipartisanship. And they're going to spend this into oblivion. And my poor kids and my poor grandkids, if I ever have any, I hope Manny's pregnant. God, it's been three days. What the hell are they waiting for? What are they waiting for, Wilson? I don't know. Huh? Jeez. You know, quit summer falling. Where was I? Oh, bipartisanship. It's going to bankrupt us. Already has bankrupt us. And um, loads and loads of new taxes are coming. Loads and loads of them on businesses. And, well, of course. Uh, who do you think is going to pay? The, the people that are paying the bills are going to pay more now. That's right. And it's going to be awful. The costs are going up, folks. Faster, faster. I'm glad I don't work at Thriftway Grocery Store anymore. God, I'd have been changing the ink in my marker and my labeler every day. I would have had changed numbers while I was stocking. Every day. It's crazy. And, and you know, we're not just seeing little increases. We're not, we're not just seeing a two-cent increase in the price of a of a bottle of Tide Mm -hmm. or a three cent increase in a box of cereal from Kellogg's, uh, which by the way, they're on strike and uh, their union is going to hold you the consumer hostage and you'll pay more. This is part of the build back better program. Uh Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only thing that... The only thing that we're going to have to be building back better are caskets because we're all going to end up in them from working so much trying to stay ahead of the game here. You know, yesterday I saw, for instance, let me give you a for instance, some of the, uh, like the power service diesel additives and things that, you know, farmers and people with diesel pickups and truck drivers use. We put in the diesel fuel, keeps it from gelling and that kind of stuff. It went from twelve ninety nine. It went from twelve ninety nine in March to on sale now special reduced price to sixteen ninety nine wow. for for the little jug. They're one gallon jugs. That's four dollars. That's a thirty three percent increase mm-hmm. from March until October. Just in that four bucks. Everything is going up like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going up just 1%. Or it's it's crazy, folks. This is part of the Build Back Better. The Build Back Better is right up your butt is where it's at. It's going right into your accounts. And it's taking everything from you. Democrats do not know how to run economies. They don't know how to run businesses. You know what they know how to run is social programs 
welfare programs. Right. Big Brother's going to take care of everything. Don't you worry. That's what their $3.5 trillion deal is. Social economic justice. That's all they, they... They don't know how to run a business. Joe Biden's never run a business. Joe Biden has never had a business except monkey business. He's had a lot of monkey business. He's made millions from China with his kid. We all know that. But the mother fact checkers, uh, they won't let you see it. He's never run a business. And, and the extra money that you did earn, the extra money that you did get during the Trump administration when wages grew at the highest rate ever, that is all being gobbled up now. It's all being taken away. And the only people they're protecting are public employees, government employees. You may recall in January, at the height of the tension in Afghanistan, you didn't see it, but I told you about it. Joe Biden gave every federal worker in America a pay raise. Mm-hmm. All right? To keep their support. Gave them all a pay raise, which means that cost you more. Right away, they got a pay raise, and it cost you more on the end because we pay them until the day they die, and so their retirements go up based on their last years of salary. We get a deal yesterday. Student loan forgiveness for teachers, public public employees, firemen, police, and all government workers will forgive your student loan. The rest of you that worked at the jam in Bozeman or worked at the Rocking R paying off your college and renting your apartment, screw you guys. You're not public. You're not government owned. You're not taxpayer funded, of which we know we can get your support and that can carry us through elections throughout the country. So we're not going to forgive your loans. Only that group gets their loans forgiven. That went into place 10 years ago. They're going to speed that up a little bit. Well, sure they are. You know why, folks? We're 13 months away from an election. 13 months. Build back better. Uh Uh-huh. We're building back better, all right. How many people are better off right now? How many people are better off now than they were during the last year of the Trump administration? There's not many people out there that will tell you they are. Right. Now we have Joe Biden. He's running around telling everybody about about vaccine mandates and everything else. Just nine months ago, he's running around the country saying, don't trust it. I wouldn't get the Trump vaccine if, if my life depended on it. I wouldn't do this. Just nine months ago. It's no good. They rushed it. Don't do it. And now he's talking about mandates. He's already had three, three Trump cocktails. He's already had him and Kamala both. I don't trust it. I wouldn't get it. I don't trust it. I wouldn't get it. Mm Mm-hmm. We were better off. Part of the Build Back Better program. Gasoline. It's up a buck thirty, buck forty a gallon. Part of his build back better program. Right? Right. Yeah. Right. 
the war on major industry in America with this $3.5 trillion deal, the green stuff that is involved here, it's going to make life miserable for most Americans. Carbon taxes, uh, mileage fees now in that bill. Oh, yeah, I told you about it. Color rate and KTVQ in the Billings Gazette, they didn't cover it. But there's a mileage fee in there where they will tax you for every mile you drive. Good, they got to get the money somewhere. They have to. They're trying to eliminate gasoline. They got to come up with that money. They're going to charge you for every mile. So you know who that unfairly affects? Montana. We drive longer distances. And where's John Tester? Well, John Tester doesn't give a crap about Montana anymore. He's not from Montana. He's from Big Sandy, Virginia. That's where he's from. Where are our let's go tester hats? <laughs> let's go tester. We need let's go tester hats. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about you. He knows who is daddy. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy, John? Come on, John. Tell us who's your daddy. Yeah. Yeah, Chuck's your daddy, isn't he? Mm-hmm. You are not an independent thinker. You're a chicken crap is what you are. You won't stand up for what's right for the people of this state. Yeah, I'll say it. I don't care. Somebody's got to say it. He doesn't represent us or our values or our industry, our way of life. Nothing. Nothing. He just supports his party and pads his pockets. He's like the rest of them. They're all dirty scoundrels. Even these Republicans, I'm so mad. No fiscal responsibility spending us into oblivion into a hole we'll never get out of and now this big spending package going to change the world i how will a carbon tax how will a carbon tax make a hurricane go from from an f5 to an f4 or category f is tornadoes How will it go from a Category 4 to a Category 3 if we have a carbon tax? How will the floods in the Mississippi Delta region flood fewer homes if we have a mileage tax on your car? How will that prevent the water from getting into the basements of homes? Got nothing to do with it. Has nothing to do with it. And you can't make the argument that it does. No, that's not science. The higher the tax... Is it, is it the higher the tax, the less powerful the storms? No. No. Well, um, Mr. Methamon, you don't understand basic economics because, you see, if we start fining these people, then they'll reduce their greenhouse gas emissions, and that will have an impact on... No, it won't, you stupid person. No, it won't. Because you know what companies will do? They'll just pay the tax. Right. And then they'll just pass it on to us. Right. Okay. Raise yeah. your carbon tax. We don't care. Yeah, it's, it's a double whammy for the consumer. Sure. So, okay, there's a carbon tax. All right, we'll pay it. So, that's not going to reduce hurricanes from a Category 4 to a Category 3. Not going to do it. That's not going to do it. Crazy. Really disappointed in them. No fiscal responsibility. Like I said, my top three priorities always have been the same. They always have been the same. The defense of our country and the protection of American citizens and our national security is the number one issue. 
Number two, restoring the individual freedoms and liberties that we have as citizens of America. And number three, a balanced budget with fiscal responsibility. Unos dos tres for all you Democrat supporters out there. Okay? All right? You're killing me. Well, damn it, Mark. Well, you're right, though. Guys have been in there too long. They're wrecking it. I don't know who's going to save it. It's ugly. Build back better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, aren't we all so much better off? Because we don't have the mean tweets anymore. Uh Uh-huh. That's what did it. We don't have the mean tweets anymore. Yeah, well, you'll see. You like being out of toilet paper? Hmm? You like paying seven forty nine for a pound of hamburger? You like all that? That's part of the Build Back Better program. You know what you need to build better? You need a better butt orifice because they're going right in there. So they better build a bigger one of those because they're going right up there on yours and they're going to take every nickel you got. Hey. Whew. What else do we got here? I'm guessing you didn't stay up to watch the end of that Dodgers game last night. <laughs> Steak makes me sleepy. <laughs> I, I, in fact... <laughs> I'm guessing you probably didn't even see the first pitch because that was around seven-ish. Saw Mary Hart sitting there in the background. She's always at the Dodgers games. Quite the game. Chris Taylor got a home run in the bottom of the ninth, won it for the Dodgers. So, Article in the paper today about Lake Elmo, folks. and You know, they're draining Lake Elmo. They uh, they went in there with a little excavator yesterday and dug another ditch out so they could lower it. And uh, they want to get rid of that, uh, what is it, that Asian mussel or whatever it is in there. Mm-hmm. And they're going to put in uh, some new sidewalks to the FWP headquarters. Because that's what we needed. And um, the fish are narrowing down. They're getting some big fish out of that, and the birds are having a heyday. They want to build a better environment for fish. Well, you're not doing the ones that are currently in there any good. <laughs> How come they don't matter? There's thousands and thousands. Matter, of, I know it. There's thousands of fish in there, and they want to they make a better habitat for fish. There's fish in there already. I don't. It's the Asian mussel. They don't know how it got in there. These are scientists, Mark, and they don't know how it got in there. I know how it got in there. Everybody knows how it got in there. Anybody from the Midwest knows how anything gets in these ponds and lakes. The ducks and so forth and the birds, they they carry all the eggs and things on them. And until until you stop the ducks when they're flying across the state borders and cleaning them off. Geese, everything. Because this can just happen again after we get them all out of there. Right. Look, you know, they eat these ducks and geese. They eat these things and look, we've all had corn. I'm not, I don't want to get too graphic here. Yeah, without, we're there. Without, no, I'm not. But, you know, well, we know how this works. Right. 
You you can have a pond back in Ohio and Indiana and Illinois and just dig a pond, and in a year you got fish in it. You don't have to put one thing in there, and you got fish. You got catfish, you got bluegill, you got sunfish, carp, all that kind of stuff in there. They don't know how they got in there. Anyway, then they're going to dredge it. They're going to try to uh, clean out some of the silt. The Billings Bench Irrigation District will provide them the water. How do they get water? <laughs> oh, apparently, if you're a lake, you can just get water, Paul. I can't. I let them put a damn flume through my property. They still haven't given me water yet, and that was 15 years ago, and they were supposed to. It'll be stocked with catfish, bluegill, bass, and crappie. No tiger muskies will be stocked. With a lower density of fish, the stocked fish should grow quickly. We want better size structure out of our fish. Oh, that's worth the project. Oh, and by the way, all you people that go around Lake Elmo with a metal detector, you better watch it. That's a ticket. You're kidding. No. Oh, why? Lake Elmo's a state park, and any artifacts that may lurk in the muddy muck are off limits to metal detectors and hobby <laughs> and hobby archaeologists. Huh. Maybe someday in the future some archaeologist will come and study it, but until then, artifact collecting in the lake bed is forbidden. Is for listen to that. Our state park uh-huh. that we fund with our state dollars uh-huh. that are paid for by state taxpayers off limits if you want to take your metal detector up there why because at fwp f w p we know what that stands for <laughs> i like yours we own anything that may have been dropped anything that is in the mud anything that is lurking there we own it it's ours we'll decide that's it keep out no no metal detectors whatsoever. None. Zero. Wow. Absolutely. No metal detectors, which makes perfect sense because if there's a 16-penny nail sticking up near the shore of Lake Elmo, we all are hoping that our four-year-old steps on that nail when they refill the lake again. So you're not allowed to dig anything out of there. But they're going to dredge it and take all the silt and everything out of the lake. Now, how are they going to keep all of the artifacts and all of the relics from the lake in the lake if they dredge it with excavating equipment? How are they going to do that? If they take three feet of mud and silt out of that lake all the way around, how are they going to keep the artifacts and rocks and things in there? Would Mr. Uh, F. WP, would you please explain that to us? How are they going to? They going to sift it all? How are they going to keep it in there? No idea. All we know is this: you buttholes out there, you're not allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. We're going to go within our excavators and backhoes. Oh, we're going to clean all that mud and silt out and everything around the beaches. We're going to take all that out. We can do it. 
See, we went to college. We all went to college, uh-huh. and we we all know how to do this better than all of you do. A novice person who is recreating um, and is looking for a quarter or a nickel or something that may have been in the dirt or a wedding ring that was lost. You're not allowed to do that. But we can do it. We can do it. Lake Elmo was originally a wetland before it was dredged in the 1920s. Were, excuse me, didn't they know that there were artifacts in there <laughs> or any or coins or something like that in that wetland that could have been there? No, they were allowed to then, mm-hmm. but this is a different year. Those people in 1920, they didn't go to college. These people went to college. That was followed by the construction of the Elmo Club on the Banks in 1929, named after developer Elmo McCracken. In the 1960s, the lake provided a place for locals to boat and water ski. Oh, yeah, I know people who water skied there. And then, then the state bought the property in 1983 to create the park. Now one of the most visited in the state. It was visited in 1960. FWP manager Mr. Ruggles said, I'm sure there are some unique things in there. So far, however, the most revealing features are the stems of Christmas trees sticking out of the mud as the trees were planted back in the 1990s to create habitat for perch spawning. Mm-hmm. Perch spawning. They went to college, folks. We all knew that. When we go fishing for perch, we go up to Big Fork and we fish in the Christmas tree farms. <laughs> These, that's what they went to college. They went to college. And once again, now, if you folks would have went out there and if you would have stuck a Christmas tree in the water, you would have been fined. Mm-hmm. They put Christmas trees in that because... They know mm-hmm. what they're doing. Can't can't take anything with them. You can't take. You find a fossil, got to leave it. Find a coin, got to take it. A quarter, a fish hook, an old lure, all those kind of things. They must remain there. You know, one of those bass lures with about six hooks, three in the front, three in the back. Hopefully, that ends up in a three-year-old's foot this summer because you're not going to allow anybody to go in there and take those out. Back, but that, to, back to when you started on this, how did we lose control when we're the I, one foot in the bill I for all know. of this? But they're going to dredge it, and they're going to take the silt out, and they're going to remove a bunch of stuff, and that's okay because they're going to do it with heavy equipment. It's okay if you go in there with a John Deere skid loader and a backhoe and remove it. You just can't go in there with a little garden shovel and your metal detector and take it out because that will have adverse effect on the park. But anyway... Uh, They're going to put about three quarters of a million dollars into that uh, up there to do some work, which means more probably. And um, the fish are being concentrated in a smaller pool of water, and it's creating a feeding frenzy for all the birds that are stealing the fish. 
fish limits for human anglers were lifted in the spring. There was a new record largemouth bass that was caught there in April. But they got to get rid of the Asian clams. No one is sure how they entered the lake. Well, and what what could you put in place so it doesn't happen again? Right. Doesn't matter. That's how we do things. We don't know how the Asian clams got in there. So what are we going to do? We're going to drain it. We're going to clean it. We're going to get rid of all the Asian clams. We're going to let them freeze. We're going to put a bunch of money in it. We're going to fill it up with water. And then you know what's going to happen in a couple years? <laughs> We're going to have an Asian clam in there. I'll, I'll have the clams again, please. And because, <laughs> and because we don't know how they got in there, that means we can't stop them from getting in there. I have a question for FWP. Is there has there ever been an Asian clam found in any any of the tributaries that go into the making of all the water that goes into the Yellowstone River? Uh, I don't know that, but has there been one found? Because if there has been one found, that can make it into Lake Elmo. Right. Um, when you think of all the tributaries, all the way up, all the way to Yellowstone Park, where Yellowstone Lake is, and all the way through, and all of the tributaries that flow into the rivers then, then eventually feed into the Yellowstone River. And that is where the water intake is for the Bench Association Canal and all that. What if they got in there? How are you going to prevent them from getting in? I don't know. They're going to create a structure for fish habitat, dredge out the settlement. They're going to have some catfish condos in there. (laughs) Well, I hope they have enough parking. Because when you build condos and buildings, you got to have enough parking. A new fishing jetty. And an eight-foot-wide sidewalk that will go between the beach area and the FWP's headquarters on Lake Elmo Drive. All part of the plan. So, there you go. Well, that's eye-opening back to the... Uh, you can't use a metal detector in a state park. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So keep out. <laughs> keep out until they're done. They'll let you know when you can get in there, mister, and when you can't. They'll let you know. Well, I know yesterday we had... Um, Hold on here. Look here. For the doghouse parade, we had two tables of six left uh, for the gala, and we also had 28 uh, tickets left uh, for couples and groups of three or four or two or whatever. So uh, you want to get those uh, get those gobbled up. 
soon as you can, or you won't be able to go to the big banquet and gala. You'll still be able to go to the auction, but um, the banquet and the gala are going to be fun. It's kind of like Maddie's wedding. Uh, nobody just went to the wedding and then left. Right. You know, the reception and the, the dinner and the meal and everything. That's that's the fun part. Well, the wedding was fun too, but I mean, it's... So, um, you want to get those in. By the way, those of you who called and I took your name for your company and your business and you wanted me to hold you a table, I held you a table. But... Uh, you want to get your checks in and stuff to us so we can get a final count because if we don't get them, say, uh, you know, by the middle of the month here, um, like around the 15th, we're going to open those tables up right? Uh, to make sure that it the people who did want them that couldn't get them can get one. So that's the way it's going to go. But... Um, should be good. 